Hey there. Welcome to Cereal with Friends, a simple show where you can hang out with me and my friends as we eat a bowl of cereal and talk about how messy and also how wonderful growing up can be. I'm Ashley, and this week we're hanging out with Josh. As you know, Josh and I love watching stuff and discussing it together. And last week we reviewed a very unique, interesting film. And Josh and I ended up talking about this for so long, and we had such a great conversation that we decided to split this into two episodes. So this is the second part of a two-part episode. And you don't have to listen to the first episode for this one to make sense, but I still totally think that you should. Today, we are talking about our identity, our insecurities, and our legacies. We sort of take a rabbit trail and we discuss women leaders and how the church sometimes treats women, so that's kind of cool. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. It's just very sincere and uplifting, and I hope that you're able to take these questions and think about how they apply to you in your own life. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at Serial with Friends. Okay, let's catch up with Josh. Okay, so something I thought we could do is um, just like the word wall that they had. I thought it would be interesting if we each picked a word for each other for like, you'll pick a word for me, I'll pick a word for you. And then we've each picked a word for ourselves. Oh. Did you misinterpret I that? just thought of a word for myself. Let's, as you do. I haven't taken, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't taken the time to think of a word for you. So what I thought we could do is first, like, I'll share the word I thought for you, and then okay. you share the word that you came up with for yourself, and then we'll do me. So you'll, it's like, here's what another person thinks of you, but here's what you think of yourself, and we'll discuss. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I, I almost was like, oh, I should explain that to him. He might not read the instructions. I'm like, I'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I was halfway fine. You were. Good job. Okay, so the word I picked for you has multiple meanings, but the word I picked is keeper. Keeper. Yeah. Okay. So first of all, I thought that it could be um, a secret keeper. So I think that you do have a lot of secrets that you hide, but also a secret keeper is somebody that you can trust with your secrets. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yes, you have secrets and things that you hide, which is sort of the negative side of it. But the positive side of it is that you are very trustworthy and people can confide in you. Um, I also think that a keeper is somebody who like keeps and protects and maintains the well-being of something. And I think that I see you doing that in your friendships. Like you're very much the protector, caregiver, the keeper of people. You want them to, you just want to make sure that they're okay and that they're encouraged and not in pain. Yeah. And then there's like the stereotypical definition of a keeper, which is someone that you keep around. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I just said, like, I think that you could be considered a keeper because you're worth sticking it out with. So oh, my word you. for you is keeper. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I do feel that. Mostly that, that last part. Yeah. There's a lot of grace there. What's the word you picked for yourself? For my card, I would have picked the card that says forgiven, oh, which, which, uh, that resonates with me, but also it was neat when you were reading that passage in Isaiah about like blotting out transgressions and how God, again, knowing that like, despite hurts and failures, 
and even you just said like keeper, like that I'm, that I'm someone worth like forgiving and, and showing that grace to and, and moving on with. So yeah, the word would be forgiven, that I'm someone who is forgiven and has been shown forgiveness many times. Okay. What word did you come up with for me? The word I came up with, and as you did, I will explain. Yes. <laughs> I'm so I, I, I feel like this fits. Okay, I'm ready. The word I chose was entrepreneur. I like that. So do explain. So one aspect of it would be that your creative endeavors. Mm-hmm. There's always something even if you're currently working on something like i.e. this podcast, this this podcast used to be just an idea uh-huh. that you thought of probably while you were in the middle of some other project and you thought, <laughs> I want to do this. Yeah. And then here we are and you have a podcast. Yeah. Um, you are creative when it comes to communication and the questions you ask and how you carry a conversation, how oftentimes the topics are fun to discuss. So like your your creative entrepreneurial kind of spirit in in paving these new things is present. Thank you you um, you're in, to that you're also enthusiastic. All of these things I think I think a a good word to describe your personality would be enthusiastic. But you're also you carry that enthusiasm into your projects, into your friendships, into like basically just how you carry yourself in all things. Um, but also entrepreneurs lead the way. So when it comes to you being a leader, I see that as well. Um, in the way you, you want to lead and the way you do lead, like you are spirit led and also your endeavors show that you want to share that with others. So there's this, there's this entrepreneurial spirit in, in creativity and doing new things and in leading that I think would define you well. Thank you. That was so nice. <laughs> the word I picked for myself was I am a light, which sounds so stupid. <laughs> a light? Yeah. Like, okay. No, like a, the noun light or yes. I am, but I didn't want to be like, I am light. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, that's like smog stuff. I am fire. I am fire. <laughs> I am I destruction. Am, you are death. <laughs> light makes a difference like light illuminates things and it helps you see things clearly and oftentimes when you talk about like light you talk about joy and happiness and i think that i am a very like just naturally joyful person i have to be more aware of my sadness and slow down and really feel my pain alfie stop laughing at me He's like sneezing into the mic. I know. I was like, it's going to sound like Josh is like, hee hee, as Ashley's like my pain. It's definitely a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, I want to be a light in this world and that I want to make a difference. And I, I, I really have gone through several different visions of what I think that looks like for my life. And there's still, like I talked with you about, like the, just this, like this tugging, it's almost inexplicable, like this, this feeling that like there is something more like there's greater there's greater out there Alfie and so I'm just kind of trying to figure out what God has plans for me but in the meantime it's like okay I can be a light here for God and make a difference in people's lives here and now so next question what would you say besides Jesus defines you in answering this I was just kind of like what yeah how how 
what position do I hold that others would perceive me as? So what defines me would be like how good of a son I am, mm -hmm. how good of a brother I am, and, and also how good of a friend that I am to others. Um, but then there's also work. So like how others perceive the work that I do and that ties into how I feel value or worth. And I also think to an extent, like my athletic ability, like I, I'm not going to be athletic my whole life, but I do see that as part of my identity, which yeah. is going to kind of be devastating once I reach an age that I'm unable to do certain things. So like physically I'm, I'm fit and I'm able to, to do things. I'm able to, to play sports, to compete in Spartan races. So like, there's going to come a point where I'm unable to do these things, but because I do see that as part of my identity, um, that's something I'm going to have to, to take to the Lord when that comes, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you want to talk about this, but it really did strike me when we were texting and you told me about how you, you fear growing older. Do you want to talk about kind of how your athletic ability plays into that or no? Um, maybe that's another conversation. Okay different conversations sure. you can get more heavily into can talk about old those fears and another stuff day. yeah yeah okay what about you um i just said what others think like i define myself by a lot of my accomplishments i think i define myself by um when i walk into a room i feel like i can read a room very well i can read people's responses to me and i can tell i can't read their minds obviously but i can tell whether they like me or they don't like that's pretty easy for me to perceive. Um, and so I think that so much of my identity is driven by making sure that other people like me for better or for worse. Like, we can know the truths of who we are in Christ, yeah. but when it all comes down to it, am I more emotionally impacted by what other people think? Other people think. I sent you a podcast earlier this week and we were talking about it a minute ago. But something that they said in this podcast that really stood out to me was that shame is not really defined by what God thinks of us, but by what other people think of us. Yeah. And that really resonated with me because, yeah, I was like, I, I don't, I don't really worry that God isn't going to love me or forgive me, but I do worry that people will stop loving me and, and won't forgive me. Yeah. We're, it's like, we're more concerned, at least here on earth about losing friendships. Yeah. So that's why the people we have in our lives, their opinions seem to matter more. Yeah. The opinions of man. Mm -hmm. As one of my friends, if, if a word you're going to use to not define me, but for the sake of that exercise to define me would be a keeper yeah. and someone who like keeps peace. Yeah. I think a lot of that stems from me wanting to be a people pleaser. And to be kept. And to, and to for them to keep me around. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that I'm too um, polarizing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't think that I'm outspoken about different things. Right. I, I think I play it safe. I've described, I, I like self-describe myself. If I had to pick uh, between being a follower or a leader, mm -hmm. I think I would place myself in the follower category. By default, I'm going to be led more by people mm -hmm. in that sense. So their, their words carry weight. Their yeah. opinions carry weight. I think it also, it's a safer and easier place to be to be a follower because it's its like even just um, a mob mentality. Like if everyone's doing it, I'm in that same boat. I'm not, I'm not ostracized. I'm not seen as some sort of outcast or weirdo going with the flow. Sure. So I'm a leader when I need to be. But I, I think, again, if I had to pick one, I, generally I'm, I'm more of the follower. 
I'll do what people want me to do. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think more so like if I describe myself as a leader, I think I would care less about others or their opinions would matter, matter a little bit less because I'll just do whatever I'm going to do anyways. Yeah. But because they matter so much, I, I, that's why I believe I'm a follower. It's really interesting that you're talking about following and leading because that's what I wrote down. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that I've allowed other people in a, in a good way, the way other people have influenced me is like sort of made me view myself as I am a leader because people do follow me. I don't think I viewed myself as a leader until I got to college, but then I was like training to be a leader in ROTC. And then when I noticed people actually following me, I realized how naturally it came to me. The flip side of that is though, I think that there is a very interesting pressure or weird like expectation of women to not be leaders. And I know that sounds kind of, I don't know. I hope that doesn't sound like bitter, but I just often feel this pressure to just like people are looking at me thinking, can you just calm down and shut up? kind of thing and you talk too much and you're too strong and dominant like why are you being such this such a pushy aggressive woman yeah like be more of a woman yeah be more of a woman be like all the other girls why can't you just be like everybody else kind of and I have kind of wrestled with well I can just kind of sit back and be quiet but sort of coming to the realization of no that really isn't me there's some famous sayings or quote about like the world changes, changers basically were not silent. These were the people mm. who spoke up and because of their beliefs and how adamant they were, they, they changed the world. Like quiet people don't change the world basically is what. But all that to say, like, it's interesting that you as a follower feel sort of, and like you said, I know you can be a leader, but as a natural follower, you sort of feel this pressure to go with the flow and meet people's expectations. Even as a leader, I still feel that because it's like being a woman leader is kind of a weird thing sometimes. So. You think that is internal or like that's a social thing that you feel that way? I have heard other women that are more like strong personality types talk about feeling this way too. Honestly, especially within Christian circles because for so long, the traditional Christian view was you're going to be a wife and mom and stay at home with your kids and all you're going to do is cook and clean and just yeah. be this, what is this the 50s? gentle woman. But that was the Christian thing to do. That was the expectation for so long. And so, yes, things are shifting, but there's still sort of this lingering mindset of, well, a good Christian woman is a quiet woman. A good Christian woman is somebody who's gentle and soft and doesn't rock the boat. And so a lot of times, like, I feel like as a louder, stronger woman, I'm like, I'm just scaring everybody away. Yeah, I, I, I feel like you can be gentle and soft, but I've said this for many years, just speak up. Yeah. Like, is it possible to be a woman who does stay home and take care of the family? Sure. If, yeah, if, that's what if, my mom did. Yeah, if you want to do that and you are serving the Lord... In, and in that, you still have a voice. I don't think, especially in this day and age, and especially in a Christian home, like the husband shouldn't be stifling your voice. Right. It should be a 50-50 thing. Um, but he, and even even uh, the flip side of that. You have to be for all if of you, 
if you if you are not that sort of woman who just who just settles down and stays at home, if if you are the the entrepreneur, you have a job, you have a profession, you have a a career that you've built. Um, you know, with the Lord's help, I say that, right. you know, obviously from a Christian standpoint, but you have established all these things. You're not required to quit that, stay at home and raise your family. Right. Like maybe the husband is the one staying at home, raising family. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't marry, but, but there's, there's so many situations and circumstances of people should express more their opinions, mm-hmm. their views, how they feel about something. You don't know, like the people around you don't know what they don't know right if you're not expressing it i didn't know you felt that way well you know yeah. part of it's like you never asked part of it's like you never said yeah it doesn't help anyone if you have good ideas but you keep it to yourself right you're not benefiting anyone yeah you're just you're really just hurting other people mm-hmm. so I, don't, I, I really don't understand that stigma of stay quiet i don't i don't understand that which really what they're saying is as a woman you don't have good ideas yeah. As a woman, you can't help this situation mm-hmm. because the men have the answers. I don't know how many people truly believe that. And and I don't think that many people consciously think that they think women should be quiet. But for example, like you and I went to a life group last week after church. And you know, people are speaking up and sharing. I like I know that you didn't realize this, that the other guys didn't realize this. I was the only female that spoke up. And shared something. Yeah. Four other women in there. Yeah. And I was the only one. Right. The wife spoke up. Their yeah. daughter That's true. spoke up a few times. That's true. And there were, was there one or two other women? There were three others. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they, they, they didn't speak up. Right. So, but I'm just saying like the leader, the leader's wife is sort of obligated right, to speak. Right, that makes sense. Right. And maybe their daughter maybe is obligated. Their daughter. So as the only woman non-obligated to speak up, like, but that's. That's the norm for me. Like yeah. I'm often aware. The guys spoke up a lot. Yes. The other guys. I'm often aware. And you, you said something too. I said one thing. It was good. I liked what you I said. I liked what I said. Yeah. I, I got people laughing. I know. <laughs> I said what I said and I, but that's again. It was kind of crickets after you stopped talking. Yeah. But the main guy, I, it, what you said was good. Thank you. And I'm thinking like, yeah. Alfie's a but, piggy. But after, after you said what you said. You were like, that was good. I, I feel like the, what was the guy's name? The leader guy? Well, we're not going to say it, but oh, Ross. Yeah. His name is not Ross. Yeah. His name is Ross. <laughs> um, but but af- after you, after you said that, Sorry. he, uh, after you said that, he didn't acknowledge, acknowledge what you said. No. He didn't even nod and yeah. say like, thank you for that. Yeah, he was just like. He just continued talking and picked up where he left off previously. Right. Yeah. He did not expound upon right. what you just said. And I, I liked him. I thought he was a great like leader, teacher, all that. Like I, as a fellow male, I also liked him. Yes, yes. Let's just be clear. <laughs> like this wasn't like a guy we didn't like. But I'm just saying, like that is often the norm for me. Yeah. So when you're like, do you feel that? Like, but people don't believe that. I'm like, I don't think they consciously think. Oh, I think that women are lesser. But in environments but like that, it shows. It's really sad. It is. All right, different life group. <laughs> where women are heard i but i mean it is something to be aware of like next time you're sitting in like i was already aware of it what i was already aware of it of that, that that's how we treated it like i i personally like oh, this is for listeners i didn't know that so thank that's, you that's for... why i just said what i did I didn't, well i just thought you were realizing in retrospect <laughs> no, no. oh thank you for I, validating I, I, my feelings i felt that in the moment yeah yeah 
oh, that makes me feel like I'm observant. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying, like in social settings now, like it's really interesting to look at the women that stay quiet, the women that only speak when they're asked questions, and the women that actually volunteer things or ask questions themselves. Like yeah. I feel like every time. I don't know if I've ever really articulated this. I feel like every time I'm sitting around a table with my friends and I ask a question, I feel like I'm putting my neck on the line. Like it's a risk for me because there's a very good chance that I'm going to like, people aren't going to like that question or not answer it. Or they're going to be like, it's a dumb question, you know, or it's just going to kind of fizzle out. And the, the more I get comfortable around people, the less I feel that, but I feel like I take all of these risks in social situations just by speaking up. Yeah. So. And, that, and that's valid. I, I also, to help put your mind at ease and also for people listening, because I know. The majority of our audience is female. Yeah. 60%. I, so that leaves 40% who are, what's the math there? Male. <laughs> okay. <laughs> who? What's your point? Who, I would, I would say many of them feel similarly. And, and they're men. So it's not it's not necessarily I am male, therefore I can say whatever I want. Yeah. How many insecure men do you know? A lot. Pretty much all of them. <laughs> and and some of that plays out in, in the way they speak or don't speak. Mm. So just just for your peace of mind. That does make me feel you, better. What you're feeling is valid mm -hmm. and it it's not but it's not only you. Yeah. Many men who if we're if we're talking about society where it's the women are quiet and the men speak up they may feel that pressure themselves of like, as a guy, I that. should be speaking up. Yeah. Why am I not? Why do I feel held back? Why am mm. I scared? Why am I scared about what other people are going to say? So mm. it, it happens, it happens both ways. Good perspective, Josh. Yeah. Good that, that, that happens to me. Like I, I tend to be loud, uh -huh. but like, like I said, I spoke up once yeah. during that thing. And, and that was, I thought about speaking up for probably 20 seconds before actually speaking up. Oh, interesting. So I don't, I don't just blurt out just because something comes to my mind. I'm also processing and thinking and like, is this worth sharing? Mm -hmm. I have, I have my own doubts that are going on prior to me actually opening up my mouth. Right. Okay. Great conversation. Great converse. Thank you all for joining us today. We're not done yet. You next time. <laughs> we still have more questions. <laughs> what is your ideal version of yourself look like? I, I've been going to counseling, but only like three sessions. Hmm. What, what we're going through currently is talking about my critical spirit. Yeah. Did I bring that up last time? No. Or before at all? You and I have talked about it, but we have not talked about it on the podcast. I would, that would be something to get into later on, Ooh. like a separate episode. Next episode. Um, so I, ideally is the Lord has done such a work in my life. He, he handles and, and lessens my critical spirit in such a way that it no longer is hindering me from moving forward. Mm. Like my, my critical spirit is, is so intense that it literally impacts how I, to succinctly answer the question, mm -hmm. uh, I think it'd be my critical spirit. There's, there's a whole <laughs> multitude of other things that I, I feel are either wrong or could be fixed with how, how I see myself and treat others, but that'd be a much longer list. But mm -hmm. I, I think the biggest, part would be more of the self-love like seeing myself as god sees me rather than being critical about every little thing that i deem to be a flaw in my life about me 
that maybe others don't see as a flaw that God doesn't see as a flaw, but, but I do, right. Cause I'm super, super critical. Um, so that's something God's teaching me. And ideally that would all be handled in the way God sees fit and it'll just be much healthier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey friends, just a quick break to ask a simple favor. This is a new podcast, and we're trying to branch out and make even more friends. Something you can do to help us is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and tell people what you think of the show. Another way you can help is to share your favorite episodes with your friends and spread the word. Or follow us on Instagram at Serial with Friends and share our post to your story. We'd love for your friends to become our new friends. Thanks, guys. And now, back to the show. What about you, Ashley? <laughs> um, I think my ideal version of myself is somebody who's freer. Somebody who's freer from other people's opinions mm. and doesn't care so much about what other people think. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just sort of have this vision of myself, like, living in a house all by myself, like, travel, maybe not traveling, actually, but just being, like, really fulfilled and helping other people and having a lot of purpose and meaning and just not really caring so much about what other people think. Are you going to become a nun? No, I'm going to like be this really cool outdoorsy person oh, and have gonna, plants. You're going to be stuff. on the, the the wild thornberries. Hey. You're going to be like the mom <laughs> in the wild thornberries. No, I don't know. You're going to be Dora the Explorer grown up. I don't. I I just want. I just want my life to have a lot of purpose and meaning, and I want to be free from what other people think. So. I think my ideal version of myself is somebody who's even more confident and comfortable in my skin and who just does a lot of cool stuff. You know what? What? Unironically, mm-hmm. you want, we both want to see ourselves and see others the way God sees us, which ties yeah. into identity. Very true. What can we say? Just bringing it full circle. Yeah. Um, how do you currently view yourself? How do I currently view myself? I, if we're honest, I'm, I'm honestly, I believe I'm more on the optimistic track of, of believing that I'm taking the right steps to, to healing into, in that transformation, like remaining involved in, in the church or Bible studies, continuing to, to read God's word, like continuing to build relationship with, with Jesus while at the same time going to counseling. I believe optimistically I'm mm-hmm. taking the right steps to yeah. to better myself and to to more closely align with God's heart. Yeah. Like that's that's what I want. I've had opportunities lately of not not necessarily testing, but opportunities of like being able to flex that muscle of who are you trusting in these moments. Mm. So with work, you know, a work situation where um, I was expecting to be promoted yeah. and I believe it's still coming. It just has not happened yet, but there was, there was a situation at work where I, I really, f- I became angry because I felt undervalued. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's what it takes. And I, I believe God, God humbled me has, has humbled me frequently mm-hmm. lately, not just work, but also my house situation. Yeah. I put in probably 10 offers on houses, um, and they either, it's either not enough or someone else offers something better and that the seller goes for. And it's like, well, okay, rather than being angry at God, it's like, okay, I trust you, God. I'm still disappointed, yeah. but I do trust you have something better. So hopefully it continues on, on that on that path. That's good. 
Yeah. I think for me, I currently view myself very similarly to you. Like I wrote down a work in progress and kind of recovering. Mm. And that I think that I have sort of lost, well, I've talked about going through a spiritual dry spell. So I think just sort of losing sight of like priorities and what really matters and sort of shifting my identity and my importance to other things that did not matter as much. So it wasn't that I thought, oh, I'm a terrible person. It was more that I was chasing after things that did not matter and it was affecting me in the long run. So I see myself now as like coming out of that, recovering a work in progress. Um, and it manifests in a lot of ways, like spiritually, it's been really good to sort of get back on track with like consistently reading my Bible. Something I started doing that I really am enjoying, and this is such a small, stupid thing, but like every time before I work out, like I thank God for my body and the ability to be able to work out and that my body is as strong as it is. And well, like, you pulled a page out of Jake's book. Is that what he does? Well, he's giving thanks to the God oh, for everything. I don't know. But for the ability, even the ability to do that. Yeah, but then there's something like about that that then affects me when I'm exercising because I'm just like, if I can't do exactly what I set out to do, like I can't do as many reps or I start getting winded, I'm still like, thank you so much, God, for giving me a body that is as strong as it is. And we're just going to get stronger. Yeah. You know? And so I think that's really helped make me more thankful for my body and happy with the way it is while still striving for better health. Mm -hmm. And so it's just been really, it's been really good. Yeah. Anyway. That's good. Yeah. Okay. What is your biggest non-physical insecurity? I have an anxious mind. Um, and the insecurity there is that I'm a Christian, but I still doubt God will provide. Mm. So I'm insecure about that because it just bleeds into like, well, what's wrong with me? Why do I think this way? Maybe I don't trust God. But again, these are, these are humbling moments and opportunities because if I don't get what I think is good or I don't get what I think is right for me, whether it's a relationship, a house, my job, it's like, will God provide? If I'm not getting these things. Are you going to come through for me? Yeah. Are you going to come through for me? I I will say that I trust you and and I mostly do, Hmm. but deep down there's still this, this insecurity and like, but maybe he won't, Hmm. maybe he won't provide. Um, And so it's an exercise in trust. Uh, the, The other insecurity I have is, and this is, less about God, but so this would be just more not being heard. I know mm-hmm. you, you and I have had conversations about like, um, how, how it really gets to me, whether it's misinterpreting what I say or just physically not hearing me. Yeah. It's not always true. And I feel like I bring a lot of good things to the table, but that is a fear is not being heard. So some ways are more extreme than others. Oh, sure. Like I've, I know we've been talking and I'll misinterpret something that you said, and it really bothers you, right? Because I misunderstood, and we're not on the same page. And it's deeper than just like exactly. It's deeper than that. It's the, not just a misunderstanding, right? The reason I react that way is because like there's a lot of you should know my heart in this situation. I should know your heart in this situation. So what I am saying or what I'm trying to convey should have been interpreted this way so when it's misinterpreted it's more than just oh you didn't hear the words i said it's like you don't know you don't even know me yeah yeah yeah. so there's 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 a lot of that that plays into it so Mm -hmm. just not being heard and understood and 
I think for the most part, that's it's been great. Like that doesn't happen very often. I well, I think you and I have gotten better about when we are hurt or misunderstood, talking it out. Yeah, yeah. So th- those are my yeah. my biggest non-physical insecurities. Mm, those uh, are good. Yeah. What are yours? Or what is yours? Yeah, we already talked about mine, but mine is my strength and leadership type thing. Mm-hmm. So we already covered that. But because you need to be a quiet lady. Because you need to be a quiet lady. Because I need to be a quiet, gentle lady. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then the last question we have is, what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy is, I just want to be a good father and husband and and lead my family in the ways of God. Mm. Like, I don't have these grand dreams of, like, opening this nonprofit organization or an orphanage or, like, establishing a church i don't have huge dreams like that if the lord has that for me awesome sure but just like a man after god's own heart and and that i led well i think that's a big thing for me like i i want people to think that i led well and that goes beyond family like in my job i want people to to think that of me that i was a good leader Mm -hmm. in my job my friends feel like i've led them well um i think i think that's the biggest thing is just i could i could live a christian life and that's that's the focus, leading well in in the ways in of Christ, way, right? Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to just be in a bubble. Sure. I don't want it to be me, my wife, and my kids in a bubble by ourselves, learning about Christ. I want to also know that I've led others. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. I think it's interesting to like to start thinking about and praying for like opportunities to lead and ways to learn how to be a leader. You know? Yeah. I can really jumpstart that if I just um, got a promotion. Start got a house. start a family. <laughs> that too, yeah. <laughs> but like, think about how maybe God is now in this time. Like, He's preparing you to be an awesome leader down the road. Yeah. Like, there are things He's doing right now that could be shaping you into that. Yeah. So. What about your legacy? My legacy is that I want to, and I don't know what it looks like, but I want to. Um, teach others more about God and help them grow closer to him. And so whether that's through being a wife and a mom, whether that's through like spiritual leadership, teaching, whether it's through creative projects like podcasts and blogs and hosting book clubs and leading Bible studies, like whatever that looks like, I just want to teach others more about God's word and help them grow in their faith. I just wanted to point out like, that you're you're more than your accomplishments. Thank you. So so I just didn't want you to think like I need to accomplish these things. Yeah. You don't you don't need to. Yeah. You can you can change the world for the better in other ways. Right. Do we have a lightning round? I know that's what's up next. Do 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 lightning round. Short music. Josh last time was complaining about how long the music was. I'm sorry. Yeah, I like fast forwarded through it. It's ten seconds long. Ten seconds too long. It needs to be two seconds. Are you going first or am I? Uh, I'll, I'll ask you first. Okay, I'm ready. Have you ever tasted soap? No, I didn't cuss as a kid. I do now. Oh, that's that why you good? put soap in your mouth, man. Yeah. Uh, do you like the name Charlie for a girl? I do. Okay. But it has to be spelled with two E's on the end. Oh, you know what I name I like for a girl? Oh, we talked about this. Archer. I really like the name Archer, Archer for a girl. Okay. And if it's a girl, Archie with two E's. No, no, no. Would you climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Uh, climb a mountain. Um, I'd do both, but I'd be more excited about climbing a mountain. How long can you hold your breath? 
Oh, I did this with Jake on an episode and we found out. It was, you did? Yeah, we, we did. Um, we found out it was like a minute 30. That seems long. Yeah, I I got big ones. I feel, like I, can, I feel like I can hold my breath for maybe 45 seconds and, I, and then I die. After we stop recording, we should try. Okay. I'll, I'll see. What sound does a seal make? Oh, oh, oh. That's incorrect. What sound does a seal make? It sounds the same. There's more of an R involved. Using an Elmo voice, tell me how you like your coffee. Asking. Okay, ready? Yeah. Scale of one to ten. How good are you at keeping secrets? Eight. Okay. Ariel or Jasmine? Ariel. Dawn or dusk? Dawn or dusk? Dusk. Do you snore? I think I do. Last Halloween costume. Oh, I that was a long. I don't I even, know. You don't dress up, so I'm honestly, very curious as to what you say. Honestly, I think I went as a basketball player i just put on a jersey i thought you were gonna say i went as a basketball and no. i was like i needed to see a it wasn't even that. that creative i just put on clothes first celebrity crush uh maybe natalie portman oh like star wars cute. when i watched yeah. the star wars remakes or if, not remakes yeah i know what you mean if yeah. you could travel back in time what period would you go to oh i think i would like to travel back to the 50s I can see you in the 50s mm-hmm. with like the biker jacket and the greased hair. Oh. That's where I'm yeah. going with that. I was thinking I was just more the dapper gentleman husband at home. Oh, you can do that too. But apparently I'm in a gang. <laughs> You're like Elvis. <laughs> okay, I'm Elvis. Say a word in Spanish. No me gusta. And what is your favorite number? 35. <laughs> Why? Is, that was uh, a, my jersey number in my middle school. Ah, gotcha. It was a random number given to me, and then I liked it. All right, that does it for this episode. <laughs> Alfie's booty knocked over the microphone. <laughs> Thank y'all for joining us this week on Eating Friends with Cereal. We hope to hear y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Adios. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us today. I hope you have a seriously great week and we will see you guys next time.